Hey everybody, this is Ryan with the Circle of Dads podcast. Welcome. I wanted to take a moment and thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for downloading it and sharing it with your friends and leaving us reviews. If you haven't done those things, I, I would I would ask you to please take the time and do that. Download us to your device, uh, subscribe, share with a friend if you get something out of this or if you think they would, and then um, leave us reviews and ratings. I mean, that stuff matters. It just takes a few seconds and it, and it really, it really pays off the big for us. I mean, that's how we get found. Uh, and it helps us grow our, grow our audience. You know, if you hear anything from anyone on, um, on this episode or on any of these episodes that you get something from, share it, share their Instagram, share them with other people, buy their products, you know, check them out. And that's, that's, that's how we're going to continue to grow and help each other. And, and when we help them, they help us and, and everybody wins. So speaking of that on episode 35, we had Scott Hambrick of online great books. And what that is, is it's a uh, program to where they send you a book. Um, you know, Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, um, and then they walk you through the book. You know, and they kind of build you up to more complicated books. And I don't, I'm sure y'all have heard me talk in previous episodes that my education stopped pretty soon and pretty abrupt. When it comes to things like these, I've always been a little intimidated by it because it's like, damn, man, I mean, where do you even begin? And what they have done is they have made it to where anybody can read these books and they kind of walk you through and coach you through and, and talk you through each of these works. And now, listeners of Circle of Dads, if you go to onlinegreatbooks.com slash circle, you'll get 25% off the first three months of your subscription. And then it helps us out as well. Helps us, you know, pay for this show, pay for production costs. And then also, we've got another partner. There's a lot of CBD companies out there. Um, it's kind of like the wild, wild west. Everybody has a product. Uh, they're putting it in toothpaste and beer and toilet paper and just about everything. But it's hard to find good products and all that noise because where do you even begin? With Berkeley Gold, that's a Texas-based company that's nationally recognized. They're a CBD brand who offer healthy CBD options for all of your wellness needs. Berkeley Gold's current products include CBD tinctures, CBD gummies, topicals and CBD pet products. I don't know about y'all, but if, if any of y'all have a dog um, that's a little neurotic or gets a little jumpy, like when you travel, you know, we tend to take 12 or 13 hour road trips, um, maybe once or twice a year. And we take our dog with us and Gus is, is a majestic animal. You know, he's a German shepherd lab mix. I mean, he's, most fucking handsome dog I've ever met, but he's big. He's like 110 pounds. He's seven years old and he's a sweetheart. But when he's walking back and forth in my truck, just pacing across the back seat, it's not a lot of fun. And especially not if anybody's back there with him. So these CBD gummies kind of help him calm down a little bit and they don't hurt the dog. They don't make them, they don't give them anxiety. Uh, the ones with the THC do. So if you're giving your dog gummies and they have uh, THC in them. It's not real good for them. This is a company that has all pharmacist formulated products. They don't just throw some stuff together. Everything is 100% USA organic. They're lab tested to ensure consistency and transparency from seed to shelf. If you want to learn more about Berkeley Gold, 
and their comprehensive line of THC-free CBD products, please go to www.berkeleygoldcbd.com. That's B-E-R-K-E-L-E-Y-G-O-L-D-C-B-D.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram at berkeley underscore gold and Facebook berkeley gold LTD. Also, Circle of Dads listeners, um, if you type in circle15 at checkout, you'll get 15% off your order. And then that helps us. Helps them, helps us, helps you, everybody. Oh, hello. (laughs) Welcome to the Circle of Dads, the space for sharing stories about the struggles and triumphs of fatherhood and learning to become better men. I'm Ryan. I'm your host. And today I'm with Dr. Willie Villarreal. I had to yes. really work on that because <laughs> I know quite a few guys, not like four guys that I've known for a while and it was all Villarreal, you know, and uh, like they really coached me up growing up on how to yeah. say that. And then I'm like, shit, I got to learn it all over again. Yeah. And, and you'll talk to people and they'll be like, uh, yeah, uh, what's your name? This is Dr. Villarreal. And they'll say, what? Villarreal. And I said, what? Villarreal. Oh yeah. I know a lot of Villarreal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Willie's fine. Okay, cool. Well, Willie and his wife, I'm going to read your little bio that I scribed down real quick, an intro. That's all right with you. Yeah, yeah. So you and your wife, Kat, Kat founded uh, Core Sports Health in Conroe, Texas, which Mm -hmm. started as a center for sports recovery and has since evolved into a multifaceted wellness practice. And um, so y'all offer... Uh, IV treatments, and do you want to go through the list of the stuff? Yeah, well, well it was kind of involved with the time. You know, it, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, y'all do hormone therapy." Well, hormone hormone therapy is just a piece of the puzzle. It, it, it's it hormone therapy on its own is is useless um, if you don't. You, the most potent drug is is really food, right? Food yeah. medicine, nutrition. That's seriously lacking in medicine now. So I really, really um, try to follow more functional type medicine, personalized type medicine. I think that's really the way that we need to go in the future as far as medicine. Uh, standard westernized medicine, you know, where, where, where you're going to your PCP, you have 15 minutes. I think the national average talk time is like, you know, 17.2 minutes is, is the average office visit. Sure. And 17.2 minutes, I'm supposed to diagnose your diabetes and diagnose your, you know, hypertension and do all this. And basically, I just have enough time to uh, put a name to it and give you a drug, yeah. right? And again, if I don't stress the diet and teach you how to eat well, well, and what's right and what's wrong, it doesn't matter if I give you a high, high blood pressure med and then you go eat Whataburger every day. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with Whataburger, but I'm just saying fast food, especially in Texas, it's like, right. it's like, but what I mean is like fast food, you know, if, if you're not eating a healthy diet, um, you know, you can take all the meds in the world and it's not going to do anything. So I like to really uh, do stress functional medicine personalized medicine, really root cause medicine, pretty much. Right. I mean, if you get down to the uh, root causes and conditions, you can fix it instead of just putting band-aids on it, pop another pill. And then you need a pill for that pill and it just keeps going down the rabbit hole. Exactly. You know, and I've, I've had that experience and, and, um, previously, but I always thought, man, what happens 
if I can't get these pills anymore, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, which, which I think we're seeing right now with peptides. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going away for a while, man. They're, they're really under fire. And, um, as, as, as of the 23rd, um, they kind of went away and I think they're just have their pile, their stockpile of, you know, say like a tailor made pharmacy, which is kind of the number one pharmacy compounding wise. Um, don't tell anybody that cause I didn't put my order in yet. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, so yeah. And, 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 and what they're going to do is I believe is they're going to put them in IRBs or studies, um, and show the data, you know, and, and, um, uh, but they're under fire because uh, they're helping people. Yeah. God forbid. And it's simple. Um, so, and, 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 you know, we look at all, we always look at the risk benefit ratio, right? What's, what's the risk? What's the benefit? Very, very high, high benefit, very, very low to no risk. Um, that's with any medication. There's so many medications that are on the market right now, including all the biologics. There's like, I don't know, hundreds of millions of people on, on, right now on, on biologics, like Humira and all these things right now, but it's standard, you know, it's standard here. And, and, you know, I mean, it'd be kind of nice if we got to choose what we put in our body. Yeah. Yeah. We got to make that decision for ourselves, make that, that call on what we're willing to risk. Now, now there's a place, there's a place, and that's what I always stress. So it's not just, Hey, anti-medicine and you know, there's a place I, I, I feel blessed that, um, I have that option, you know, that if, 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 and when I need, you know, I can prescribe a medication. Uh, I just don't jump to that first. Um, if we need it for a short period of time, Fine, but then the goal is always off if we can, you know, or or not even start if we can. So try to approach it holistically and uh, yeah. with diet, nutrition, yeah, which, absolutely. you know, I mean, um, a lot of people don't want to hear that. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. that's um. Yeah, you, you know, mean, I am seeing a big paradigm shift though. There is a lot of people that are seeking better. The information's out there, and like me myself, I mean, it's not me. I'm not. I'm, um, I, you know, you always hear the, the saying, you know, we stand on the, you know, shoulders of giants. And, and so I, I have mentors myself that I look up to, you know, uh, people like Dr. Mark Hyman, you know, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, who actually started Institute of Functional Medicine. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there, you can name, there's, a, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. So it's not just me. I'm just kind of following the information's out there. It's just kind of leading people into the right resource. Right. right? So. Yeah. Excellent. Well, before we get into that information, let's get into some information about you. I, uh, you know, I asked you on here. I heard you first on uh, uh, the Forty Fit podcast, or or Forty Fit Radio. Darren's a friend of mine, and then I heard your your first episode, and and um, I have experience with uh, with HRT and how it's helped my life. Um, and then I, I heard you just recently again, where you did the basics, kind of a one hundred and one on therapy and I was, I was around hormones and I was like, man, dude, there's so many guys that need to hear this and women too. Um, because it's such a, a life force, you know, and you can just see it. But before we get into that, another reason I asked you is because you're also a dad mm-hmm. and, um, and a grandpa and a grandpa and a grandpa. Yeah, grandpa and grandpa was here all day today. So, so how many kids and four kids? We have four kids. We have uh, three girls and a boy. Okay. Um, this is 29. Um, we have a 22 year old son, um, and then an 18 year old daughter and a, a, our youngest is 12. And then we have a one year old, she picks a one and a half year old, uh, grandbaby. Excellent. So, Tell me a little bit about each of your kids. So, uh, our oldest is, uh, Katrina. 
and she is uh she she got her uh her degree at sam houston and uh, was a wanted to be a teacher and uh it was it was towards the end of her, her uh uh you know last semester and she said man dad i don't know if i want to i don't know if i want to be a teacher these kids are terrible. Sure. We, we can't do anything and it, you know and it was kind of where she was and and so i said just finish your degree and it, so she was lucky enough to um, her her husband at the time um, owns a concrete company and and they just they started in her own business so she she started her own uh, concrete saw cutting business and nice. uh, right now she she just runs that. Um, my son is uh, uh, played college baseball, grew up you know typical athlete, uh, multi sport athlete, um, and he now he's here. He just moved back. He was he working oil field and uh, just moved back and now he was lucky enough to get a job here locally my 18 year old is really uh she was our our, our kind of miracle baby she was a preemie mm-hmm. she was born mm-hmm. at like two pounds she was a 29 weeker and like was two pounds and 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 uh stayed in the NICU for like two months um and then uh, uh now she's just normal uh, you know doing great she's in college um she uh is following down my foot. She, she just took a stack of all my books because she's follow, uh, studying nutrition, but what they're teaching on nutrition wise is just, you know, she's following kind of what I'm teaching her. Uh, but she's like, I know I just got to play the game right now. And these are, you know, they're still teaching from the, the, the food pyramid and the, which is, which has led us down this really bad road. And I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole podcast in itself, but, um, or the myplate.org, you know, they're, so they're just kind of t- still teaching poor principles, which has kind of led us to this, uh, you know, state of obesity, you know, state of state of state of poor health. Our our twelve year olds are wild child. You know, she's our she's she's the uh, the the she's the one that you know she's she's our she's our crazy one. So she's a. Uh, she's out there she's a social butterfly so she's having a hard time not being in school right now so seeing her friends yeah my daughter just turned 14 and uh it's it's hard for her because she finally found a good group of friends and they can't they can't uh they can't social i mean they can on their phone and stuff like that it's nothing like physical and 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 i'm I'm very worried that moving forward we're gonna have a lot of um, um depression we're seeing it i'm seeing it in my patients um, depression, uh, a form of PTSD from this, just from, you know, social interaction, social connectivity is super important. And there's a lot of studies on it showing where it actually improves immune response, not just saying, Oh, I feel better, but there's actually, you can test markers like C-reactive protein, all kinds of lab markers. Mm -hmm. And you can see where they actually improve, you know, from just social connectivity. So, well, man, personally, I'm a hugger. You know, yeah. I, I've got to see people. I've got to hug them, yeah. tell them yeah. I love them. Yeah. And and fortunately, my wife and I are here together, so she gets hugged a lot. My yeah. dogs do, and then you know, but it's like I, I see all these people that, or I text them. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see you. Yeah. Yeah, we were real lucky. Uh, she got stuck. Uh, th- this is the type of person that my 18 year old is. She's uh, she was she gave up a trip to Disney with us to go on a mission trip to uh, Spain and she all, she got stuck over there in Spain right when they did the shutdown. And uh, she went with my brother who's a pastor and um, my brother is head of missions and he goes to Spain, you know, twice a year. And uh, he was, she, luckily she, she was with him, 
but yeah, it was a hard time. It was really hard getting back, you know? So they finally made it back. Stressful for mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, let's, let's start getting into hormones and just talking about that. The, you know, for me, um, I, you know, I started drinking, uh, drinking the Kool-Aid. I started doing CrossFit and then drinking the Kool-Aid in 2009 and got into the best shape that I'd ever been in. Um, you know, eating healthy, everything paleo, you know, just all the whole deal. But I felt horrible, you know, like I was in great shape. I looked great, but I just felt bad. And then I've, I've, I've struggled with, um, depression and mental disorders, you know, whatever they might be, uh, bipolar or just whatever it was categorized at the time. And, and then different things like that. And that's, that's a lot from my past and past traumas and blah, blah, blah. But I was here, I heard, um, I believe it was Dr. Mark Gordon on the Joe Rogan experience. And he was talking about how he was working with, uh, vets in the correlation between TBIs and, and, um, the damage it does to the endocrine system. And so then I started on the journey. I thought, well, hell, I'm going to go get that checked. And so I went to, um, a regular GP, which I, I never really go to the doctor. Like we don't have like a, a just a guy that we go to. I do now, but it's a functional doctor. Yeah. And, um, I guess kind of, that's kind of like what y'all do as well. Right. And so, um, I went to him and did the testing and I got a letter that said, you're fine for your age. I was like, well, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. for your age. Yeah. And that, <clears throat> and that just makes your, your eyes roll back. And I remember being in the doctor's office when I was like 20 and there was a pamphlet in there and I was reading the pamphlet and I was like, man, this is all the stuff I feel. And the doctor takes it out of my hand and he goes, you don't have low testosterone. You don't have a, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I had a traumatic brain injury when I was six and then a few others going through high school and things like that. Right. And so when I got those test results back and he told me I was fine for my age, uh, my total testosterone was 440 and my free was five. And I was like, that doesn't look right. So then I I found a specialist and then slowly, you know, took me through the path, like on HCG first. And then from there we went on and then now I've been on HRT for however many years and what I saw on it personally was, um, of course, libido went up, you know, when you get that first initial wave of, of a spike. And then, um, you know, it wasn't just like a miracle as far as I was yoked overnight and everything was amazing, oh, okay. mm-hmm. but I, you know, I felt better. I was recovering faster and honestly, I didn't have to like just kill myself like I used to, to maintain a certain level of, of general fitness, I guess. So would you say that that's pretty common? It's extremely common. And and the problem is in the first, you know, to to start it all off, um, you know, it's, it's very, very, very common. And it's starting to be more common in, in our younger crowd. And you can see any number of studies. Okay. Just like you mentioned, you know, for women to think this is only happening in men, it's it's ridiculous. It's happening in women too. Um, And we could go into a whole, you know, bunch of reasons why that is, you know, whether it's exposure to environmental toxins, the poor food, um, our, our diet is increasing. Basically in, in the U S um, we are, uh, we're overfed but malnourished. Sure. Okay. 
and and it's hard to, to grasp that because when we think of malnourishment, we think of a, a, a skinny, you know, you know, just kid on a commercial, you know, from Africa, right? You know, right. like the skinny kid, and and that's malnourishment in our head. But what we are now in the U.S. is we're we're overfed, we're obese, but malnourished. We're not getting micronutrients. We're not getting the proper precursor. So so diet is a big part of it. Um, but, but there's any number of reasons you specifically, I mean, that's very common with TBIs. I'm seeing this a lot with vets, any of my vets, um, that have had any kind of traumatic brain injuries, any kind of boxers, any, anybody in a contact sport, um, they can knock out that hormone secretion that starts the whole thing. If you knock out two hormones, FSH and LH that go down to your latex cells and your te- testicles to tell your body to make testosterone. Um, you're not going to make testosterone. Um, and so you end up, like I said, at 400, the, the four-year age should be a huge red flag. Okay. Because, you know, uh, that we, I, you know, there is no four-year age there, there, there really isn't, unless you did a baseline of somebody at 21 and you saw they were at 1100 and then two years later, you know, they're at, at, at 400, then you can say, okay, but no, you know, nobody does that. Half the time it's very, very hard for males to come in and even acknowledge that there's a problem. Because, because overall, you, you know, we, we ascribe it to, um, I'm getting older. Oh, this is, and, and then you get used to, you get used to, well, maybe this is just me. And, the, and then it's even reinforced because you go to your PCP and understand that HRT in, in the U.S., 80% is done by, about, by PCPs, okay? Um, and they try to help. I mean, and, and I get any number of people come in and, and – they're giving them a shot once a month. They're giving them a shot every two weeks. Oof. They're giving them, and none of them feel feel well. And it doesn't stand, follow the standard of care now. The standard of care is pretty 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 clear now. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it, it, the, the national general consensus is anybody in the three or four hundreds um, is 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 immediate with no questions asked replacement if and when they also correlate with symptoms like so if you're experiencing symptoms like yourself then yes i mean a 400 isn't normal for you when you're 30 or so the problem is is that for so long we've kind of um it, it you know hormone replacement testosterone that it had a negative connotation because of you know it was what barry bonds used to you know cheat you on know, baseball and it was and, and so and it's what people think we need to move it away from the aesthetic Okay. Uh, It's not about aesthetics and about the way you look and about your health. Like to me, there's so many clear health benefits from brain. Okay. There's studies going on at USC right now where they're using testosterone to stop Alzheimer's in men, like absolutely halted. Um, Below a level of 900 is what the study shows. You're more at risk for Alzheimer's. Okay. So, so when you look at the you know, telling you that you're, you're, you're normal at 400. Well, they're not wrong, but they're following, you know, um, they're never going to get in trouble, right. For, for doing that. But also at the same time, the patient never feels better. And then they, and then you progress and you start opening the door to disease of aging. Right. So one of the big ones is look at, look at type two diabetes, type two diabetes. There's a very intimate relationship between low testosterone and development of type two diabetes or insulin resistance itself. Below 450, below 450, you're much greater risk to develop type two diabetes. I mean, it's 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 a documented, peer-reviewed study. 
So, I mean, there's a bunch of cutoffs where it shows, you know, you can look at, you know, testosterone replacement. It, it, you know, it's not, yes, it'll help you build muscle, burn fat, um, be more anabolic versus catabolic. And, and it, that word itself is a bad word. Like a lot of people say anabolic. Your 80-year-old grandmother is either anabolic or catabolic because you're either breaking muscle down or, 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 or maintaining your building. Yeah, the uh, yeah. you talk about Alzheimer's. Um, my grandfather passed away from Alzheimer's last night. And oh, uh, he was 94, about to be 94. And, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't want to hear any of the solutions about, well, what about his diet, magnesium, yeah. all these things. It was like, we're just going to trust this doctor. They're the best in Fort Worth. And, and, you know, when he passed, I mean, his bone density alone had been frail for years because he was sedentary. I mean, he was a, 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 a pipe swinger when he was in, in his uh, youth. I mean, he was one of the first uh, groups of Green Berets, you know, and, and then was a cowboy and did all these great things, <clears throat> but then retired and just kind of sat in his chair and read and piddled, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you got to know, you got to be from the South to know what piddled means. It's yeah. just, <laughs> but, it, you know, I, I would see that kind of stuff and I'm thinking, anybody get there? Have y'all checked his hormones? But they don't yeah. want to hear that. And then you see that with older people. And it's like, what the hell is it going to hurt? Another shot's not going to hurt them. A lot of the, a lot of these, the uh, fear is starting to be unwarranted now and being proven wrong. So like the heart issue and thing, that's total, that, that's already been like, it's not even a question anymore. Um, it's actually shown you're more at risk for developing heart disease. You know, so, so uh, put it, put it this way. Um, you know, we, we tend to develop, you know, diseases of aging, right? There's four main diseases of aging that we get, right? And they just come on with age. And that's, you know, uh, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's and cancer. Those are the four major killers in the U S right? So, so the goal is, is to kind of, if we know disease onset starts about, you know, 60, 50, 60, let's push it back to 70, 80. Or, or beyond. And, and again, it's not anti-aging. It's, it, it's basically pushing that. So my goal for every patient is to be an active 80, 90 year old, 100 year old if you want, but with sharp brain and good movement. Okay. The number one thing, you know, the reason I want to maintain muscle mass on a patient is so they don't fall down the stairs when they're 80. Okay. Is so, so, you know, the number one thing that's going to put you in a nursing home is not disease. It's immobility. You know, we kind of tend to waste away, waste away. And why? Because as we age, we get anabolic resistance because of the drop of hormones, One, mainly, but also because of diet, uh, sedentary lifestyle, um, you know, uh, lack of protein. I mean, it's any number of things, right? But testosterone itself, it's literally, it helps. Like you you, you mentioned about osteopenia on him. It, it literally builds 8.3% or more of bone a year. So better, better results than, than things like medications that we're giving some women. So, um, you know, and, and it's a lack of hormones, you know, it, it, you know, for, for, for men and women, you know, we'll, for, for, you know, the, the purpose of this, this, you know, podcast, because, you know, we'll, we'll kind of keep it kind of geared towards men, but women, women also need that, mm -hmm. um, you know, not just from, not just from the estradiol and the progesterone aspect, but also from testosterone. Yes. Women need testosterone. Okay.
but yeah, I mean, it, it's, that's a typical thing. It's, it's, we, we, and then we tell, again, we tell them in medicine. Now we, it, we tend to with everything from diet, right. With obesity, we tend to blame the patient. We tend to, to put it all on the patient. Say, well, I, I, I told him eat, eat less, work out more. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Calories, if, I'm like, if you don't have the juice in you, you know, yeah. if you don't have the mojo, you're like, someone could put a gun to your head and you're like, yeah, I'm, go ahead, man. I'm good. They basically tell me, uh, you know, they, they would rather, they, they have no, like, they would rather, the, call, the couch calls to me is what they tell me. You know, they say, you know, I would rather, I, I used to have the drive. I used to, and, and here's the deal where it starts getting bad is when it starts affecting quality of life with like your family. Yeah. So, so when when you work all day and then and then the father comes home and the kids are like, hey dad, come play, and you just don't have, they just don't have it in them. I've had more men tell us that you know that's what's made the biggest difference and and that's what's changed their life is the is the ability to be able to come home and not want to just go to bed, not want to lay on the couch, play with the kids, go outside in the back, things like that, and and that's what it is, and you know, quality of life. And, and reducing onset of disease. So, so again, it's not about, you know, like some of these people try to, 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 to simplify it and go, oh, testosterone is hormone therapy. No, again, testosterone is just a piece. Sure. There's diet, nutrition, exercise activity, hormones, because if your hormones are low, you're gonna spin your wheels, okay? And then the other one, and that I'm very, very big on this one, medically or not, is, is all the intangibles, okay? so meditation, sleep. We don't even talk about that in medicine, right? But we have control over our central nervous system. I mean, we really do. That's something that's like, I mean, heresy to talk about in medicine. It's like they don't even address it, but it, but it's super important. What, what happens if you go to the ER, right? Though the, oh, you know, you, you have a heart attack, but oh, it's not, it was, it was a, it was a, you know, a, an anxiety attack or it was a stressful event or whatever. It was probably stress that brought it on. Is what they'll tell you, but then they don't tell you how to address the stress or how to lower, you know, because we all have stress. I mean, it, it that that's going to happen. It's inevitable, but how you manage it, how you self-regulate, learn to look inward and be mindful about the things you do, your daily routines and practices. That's the stuff that keeps you, that keeps the, the thermostat working good. So, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and so one of the things we like to uh, recommend to patients is, is um, start like a, a, a daily routine in the morning of like a gratitude journal or things like that, you know, something, something along that, or start, start the day with scripture. If that's, if, if you're a faith based person, um, uh, it, it's just it, a little bit of time to yourself in the morning to, it sets the tone of the day, period. It'll, it'll start your day off good or bad. And again, that's why I mean, it's not simply about hormones. It's, 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 that's a component. But again, if your hormones are off, you don't want to do any of that stuff. You want to lay in bed until, until, you know, the, the one of the biggest changes that I see with the, when we start people on testosterone, if, you know, if, if they're, their candidates really need it is, is they say, Oh, I can't, I, I'm, I love it. I can pop out of bed. Like I used to now and I'm ready for the day and I'm ready to go. And it's just, it's not, it's not the testosterone. It's that their body is working the way it's supposed to. It's recovering. Yeah, there's nothing magical about the testosterone other than the fact that it's at a, at a normal to ideal range, and now your body is functioning the way it's supposed to. Okay. So you know, that that's basically the way we need to look at it instead of, um, 
you know, oh, it's this magical thing that's going to fix my body. No, it's just now you're more anabolic. You have more metabolic currency. When your testosterone is good and you have more muscle mass, you burn sugar better. You know, your, your body performs better. It recovers better. So if you recover better, you know, people tend to train, train, train. And, and, and I tell people training is like digging a hole, right? Recovery is filling that hole back in, but nobody fills that hole back in. Just kind of kick some sand in it as you're running to the next deal. I roll, I do, I, because the eyes glaze over. I said, so what do you do for recovery? It's my first question. And they're like, I was like, oh, I see you train a lot. So what do you do for recovery? And they kind of, uh, uh, I roll. They don't really, yeah. So, but testosterone itself, I mean, you know, number one, I, you know, kind of had a, a, you know, you know, a, a similar story to yours, but, um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's very hard, um, for, and, and a lot of times what happens is you, you get patients say, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was just telling them how bad I felt or whatever. And then they, it starts that conversation and then they come in and, and see us. So a lot of times there are referrals or then sometimes just people just are seeking better, but you know, it, it takes it, it, you know, every guy, especially, you know, for sure over 40 should at least get it checked. Okay. At least get it checked. And as part of a comprehensive panel, not just testosterone itself, but vitamin D, you know, um, you know, just a, a good comprehensive metabolic panel, looking at your kidneys and your liver, looking at, look at homocysteine, you know, free risk of heart disease, you know, which is, can be fixed with B12 in most cases. Um, so, I mean, there's any number of things that you can look at, uh, but there's just a basic comprehensive panel and it, and, and it starts with blood work. I mean, you, you gotta, you, you can't hack what you don't track. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. Right. Well, the, you know, I've had, um, I've had that conversation with, with tons of men and especially if they're over 35, especially if they're overweight or <clears throat> they're hitting midlife a little soon, they might've been in it since their late twenties. I start talking to them about it and I'm like, Hey man, how's your testosterone? And they, every one of them, it seems like gets that kind of offended look like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how's yours? You know, I'm like, yeah. man, it's a legit question. And, and they'll either say, most of the time it's either, oh, I don't have any problem in that department. Like just mm -hmm. because you still can get a heart on yes. and you still think about sex, that doesn't mean that you have good testosterone levels. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it, so, so we, again, just like we, we, we kind of, you know, look at it simply from the aesthetic. Um, a lot of times think guys think that they don't have a low, low testosterone because they still have erectile function and thing and, and stuff like that. But the problem is that's, that's mostly, um, blood flow related. Yeah. The libido itself sometimes is, isn't, I mean, I have guys with low testosterone, sometimes your libido is fine. Um, but the ED, like any kind of erectile dysfunction, most time, if you're in your thirties and your machinery is still young, you probably aren't going to have ED. So, so that's not a good indicator of, of, of having low testosterone and, 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 and uh, vice versa. Sometimes you, you know, if they have ED fixing their testosterone doesn't fix their ED. So then we have to use other things like a daily Cialis to increase blood flow, um, or sh it, shrink up the prostatitis or uh, there's a, yeah, any number of things. So, so. So testosterone again is not specifically for the erectile function. So guys, you know, 
and and and, and it is it, it's it's a very sensitive issue for some guys because they take it personal they they and and, and look at why that is it, it's kind of you know it 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 it's our most abundant male hormone right right so literally is what makes a man a man so if you're questioning that you're questioning their manhood right so so that's why it's hard for a lot of men to come in and just admit hey something's wrong men in general it's very hard for them to admit there's anything wrong period so take it a step further it's even harder for them to admit that yeah i'm i'm, I'm, I'm you know i'm not that much of a man you know it's hard to admit that so i think you know uh I think one advantage I have or one gift is um, being a recovering addict. If you mention anything, I mean anything, it could be spearmint gum. If it's going to make me feel better or change the way I feel, I'm like, hold on, let me see some research on that. And yeah. who do I call? So I have no problem, you know, searching for, and, and this all happened right when I told my wife, I said, I don't care how much it costs and how long it takes. I'm going to find out what's wrong with me and we're going to fix it, you know, and we're still on that journey, <clears throat> but it's gotten better. And I've learned a lot of things about myself. So yeah. we know that, that, um, you know, your libido is, is not a good indicator of possible, the possibility of having, um, less than optimal hormones. So what are some pretty basic things that guys might not think of that they can hear you say and, they can just take it in and, and call somebody if they want to. Nobody's, you know, that way they can hear it privately. There, there's the, the, the number one thing is just being like, they say I, a general decline in well-being, and, and they kind of just blow it off and go, well, you know, it's just because I'm getting older. I guess it's because I hit 40. I guess it's, uh, but they know so most of the, not most, almost all the time. They know something's wrong. Fatigue is the big one. Okay. So there's fatigue. Um, low libido does the majority of the time come with testosterone. The ED, you know, the erectile dysfunction doesn't always come because again, that's blood flow. Again, fatigue is multifaceted. So it's not just about testosterone. You got to check their thyroid. You got to check their, their micronutrient level. It could be as something as if they're eating a poor diet. I mean, you got to fix their diet too, because sugar is, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy and sugar will disrupt all it, it'll wreak all kinds of havoc on uh, you know processed refined carbohydrates um the standard american diet basically you yeah. know it, it's it's terrible for hormones especially women okay more so for women it it will throw their estrogen all out and their testosterone it it it, it just really really wreaks havoc and it's just it's simply sugar um, so diet has to be looked at, um, but fatigue, brain fog is a big one, man. I'm telling you, they just don't think clear. They're like, man, I used to like, I used to be sharp. I used to be sharp. And, and I have one, you know, guy that was a, um, recently that was, a uh, uh, he's a, you know, Wall Street guy, you know, he's, a, and, and they, he was on a call after he started hormone therapy and everybody said, you know, man, he's like, he's, you were on it. Like what, what's. What's everybody in the meeting noticed the difference that he had started, that he had made a change and nobody knew what it was, but he was thinking very, very clear. Um, you can, you can consider testosterone a potent nootropic or smart drug because it increases executive function, verbal and spatial memory. So, I mean, it, it's, it does work on the brain. I mean, it really, really does. And so, and, and that can even be because I experienced that and I still do, I still have brain fog and we're still like, 
I'm, uh, you know, this past couple of months, I've gone through a ton of testing and, you know, the whole comprehensive thing where you have to do all the less than pleasant tests. And, um, but the, 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 where you're trying to, you know, you can't think of, I mean, there's times where I can't even think of my mother-in-law's name, you know, because the memory is gone and I'm like, holy shit. And mind you that I just had someone pass from Alzheimer's and I have a bunch of brain disease and things like that in my family. So for me, cognitive function is very important, but I can tell it because I'm just clunky when I talk, you know, I cannot articulate myself. I can't remember. And I can, you know, I can see the, the ebbs and flows in it. But so if you, if you're listening to this and you're not quite sure, you're like, man, I can think, but you're always, it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't, you can't, you're indecisive. That's for me, that's what that means. Yeah. So, I mean, brain fog, just mental focus, mental sharpness, um, and just feeling tired weight gain. I mean, despite, you know, there's, there's people that come in that despite eating a clean diet and, and exercising, you know, they, they, they can't lose weight and they start getting that belly fat. Well, guess what? If you start getting that visceral fat, you're putting yourself at risk for metabolic syndrome, you know, so type two diabetes. So again, it's, it, it takes a, a lot. And, and like, so I would say, you know, start with the lab panel, but understand this, trying to diagnose everything that's going on with a patient with a lab panel, with a, you know, just a lab panel is like trying to look under the crack of a door and trying to see what's going on inside a whole building. Yeah. Right. So it starts, it starts, but then along the way it's a progression. So it's like, okay, well you feel better. Okay. Now, now what can I fix? And then you feel better. Now what can I fix? Now let's work on brain health. Now what can I fix? You know, so so there's a lot of little things that everybody's a, a genetic individual, right? So um, I, I also would recommend, you know, genetic testing. You know, there's really good genetic testing. And, and it's so cheap now. It used to be very expensive. Uh, there's comprehensive genetic testing now. Um, we're, we're moving into the uh, realm of kind of personalized medicine, um, where in, in just, a, you know, I'm looking at a company right now in just a couple of months, we'll be able to do, you'll be able to do a DNA swab and it'll tell you exactly what specifically your vitamin multivitamin should look like. And it'll be tagged with your name on it and it'll come right to you, your specific formula based on your genetics. So we're getting to that type of personalized medicine and, and I mean, it's going to move quick. So again, uh, your hormones is, is the piece, but it's, again, it's just, it's just a piece. What are, um, first I want to ask you this real quick about, uh, going back to sugar and nutrition. Um, I, I struggled with, with insulin resistance, I guess just genetically. And, and then, um, maybe my, whatever, but I know that if I'm eating poorly and I eat really clean, but you know, I can go off the rails on stuff from time to time. And, and what'll happen is I start getting the fatigue, but it's two o'clock every day. I'm no matter how much caffeine I drink, I'm crashing. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that insulin resistance. Um, is there a correlation between that and low testosterone or are they completely separate? No, no, there, there, there is, if, if you're not, if, if you're, uh, if you haven't been tested, okay. if you've optimize your testosterone, then it takes, you know, some, some digging, some genetic testing to see, um, are you more apt to, to having insulin resistance? And then, you know, you would have to be more on say like a ketogenic ketotarian 
type diet, right? Um, it, you know, a lot of people look at a ketogenic diet as, as oh, it's fat. It's a man. Ketogenic diet is a medical. It was born out of a medical intervention from 1924, so it's nothing new. It actually was a medical standard of care internationally until you know for diabetes and for epilepsy until dilantin and then insulin came along mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of just lost you know lost lost favor but um and there's a whole history with why that is but um it just depends and and the goal with the problem with insulin resistance is it is it i think we put people on a diet and um we don't you, you know the you always hear that saying that you know the uh the, the, the gold is in the follow-up, you know, the, the, you know, you gotta, you gotta follow up. Um, insulin resistance, if you have it, or even type two diabetes, it takes a while. Like you'll have, you'll have insulin improve. You'll have, you know, fasting insulin, you'll have fasting blood glucose, you'll have A1C drop, things like that. But it'll take six months, a year, sometimes two years to reverse the way the body's metabolism works. So understand that if we've been eating, a certain diet and our body's used to metabolizing sugars at a high level because we've been eating cocoa puffs, you know, since we were kids, right? right? And all of a sudden we're expecting to change a diet and eat a certain way for six months. And we're like, Oh, I'm so frustrated. Uh, you know, you ate like that for 30 years and you want it in six months. So yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit, but, um, insulin resistance, understand that, that one out of two people in America now are pre-diabetic or diabetic. Right. And, and so it's a, it's a big problem. And you don't even have to be overweight. You could be fit. I mean, aesthetics, oh, yeah. the, the way you look is not a good, good barometer of how you feel. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, you know, it, it has, I, I, I have guys that look very fit and uh, carry a lot of visceral fat and they have that kind of the belly bulge and, and they're, you know, the more visceral fat, um, so they, they, they've done studies at Harvard and other places where basically they show that it's the visceral fat that actually matters, irregardless of your subcutaneous fat. Subcutaneous fat doesn't have anything to do generally with your, your, the way your body, you know, your insulin resistance. It's mostly visceral fat. And the visceral fat is the brown fat that gets back behind your organs. And is that well, correct? No. So, uh, brown fat is our active fat. Okay. Brown that so that one um there's a lot of ways to increase that but um but visceral fat is the fat it is a fat that wraps around the organs and, and builds up around the organs but the only way to get rid of that is not to exercise it away it's diet it's diet you know it, it's diet nutrition and, and and consistency in long term uh you know consistency so you know it just depends you know the the goal with ketogenic diet is not like if somebody has to have it for insulin resistance and things like that. And understand the ketogenic diet is what you're seeing on TV or, 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 or uh, sorry, internet or social media where it's like butter or bacon and pork rinds. No, it's, it's, it's a salad, you know, lots of vegetables with olive oil, fatty fish, nuts, walnuts, things like that. That's, that's ketogenic. Okay. You know, uh, healthy fats, we're missing healthy fats. Um, we've been crushing people's cholesterol for how long now with statins? You know what the first step of making testosterone? It's cholesterol. You know, so what have we been doing? We've been crushing people's statin, you know, uh, their cholesterol with statins. Uh, you're also at much higher risk long-term for uh, Alzheimer's with the lower cholesterol. Um, so understand there needs to be a fundamental re-education on what, how we, we look at even cholesterol. Uh, because cholesterol is, you, again, you look at a number, it's like, oh, you're over 200, you need a statin. 
And I'm like, what is it, his A1C? You know, Dr. DeBakey, famous heart surgeon in the 50s, said cholesterol does not cause heart disease. This is somebody that cracked people's chest open for a living. Right. He said cholesterol does not cause heart disease. Cholesterol is an innocent bystander that gets caught up in the inflammation. Well, guess what the most inflammatory food we can eat is? Sugar. Right. So, so again, you know, sugar is implicated in everything. And it's kind of like the, the, the thought of withholding sugar from your kid is like, like akin to like, like stealing Christmas. Like how dare you not give my, you know, so we need to kind of change that and understand. And, and I'm not saying, Hey, never eat sugar again. I'm saying we need to become more metabolically flexible to where if we do have a birthday party, that cake that we eat, it's not going to, it's not going to affect us as much or we're not going to build body fat. It's going to affect our hormones is as if you're eating it every day or eating processed food every day. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you, if you, if you, just like you said, I mean, the idea is to be able to enjoy life, but to have, Absolutely. have this wonderful life and longevity. So if you do decide like, to indulge your body recovers instead of being like even this, you know, you know, a lot of people, well, what can I drink? Wine? So there, we drink uh, dry farm wines, dry farm wines. It's, it's a low sugar, low alcohol wine and, and it's a healthy wine. You can go to like dryfarmwines.com and, and they, it's a club and they, they procure special wine for you. Um, and it's low sugar, low alcohol. The wine in the U S is like a high sugar, high alcohol, high uh, sulfites gives you headaches, you know, 350 parts per million of sulfites and all of these wines have like uh, 35 or less and no, no, like less than 20 additives, you know? So, you know, there's, there's, there's starting to be so many alternatives for sugar. Hey, you want sugar? Try Swerve. Swerve, they have it at HEV um, or Kroger's. Swerve is a, it's a sugar alcohol. Yeah. So there's alternatives to everything, diet, you know, so we, we used stevia for the longest time. And then I found a great product called, uh, uh, Lancanto or Lacanto, And it's, oh, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. if you, because my daughter, she hears no sugar or gluten-free or dairy-free and she's like, I'm out, you know, she just went the complete opposite, but I made some sun tea and I put uh -huh. this stuff in there and I gave it to her and she thought it was chicken express sweet tea. Uh -huh. And it was one of the greatest moments as a dad. Because I fooled her, yeah. But it, I mean, it was short-lived, you know. So, what are? Um, I mean, we could go off on the rabbit hole on nutrition and sugar oh. for hours. What yeah. are some of the myths about testosterone therapy? Like, so, 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 one of them is, you know, the one of the biggest ones is is that it uh, it causes prostate cancer. That's been shown time and time again that it, that that's not true. Uh, two recent studies have actually shown where it's actually the opposite. Um, you're at, actually at higher risk at, with, uh, for prostate cancer to low testosterone. I understand that those, those studies on testosterone uh, were date back to an animal study in 1944. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there's a really good, if anybody has, you know, wants to look up, uh, the, the one that's done the most research on it is Dr. Abraham Morgantown. Uh, he's, he's a Harvard trained urologist. Okay. Studied testosterone for over 40 years. Um, and he basically, he's, he's written a book, you know, he's, he, he, he's an international speaker. Um, but he, he has really taken on the whole prostate issue and also the cardiovascular issue. 
So um, if you look him up, Dr. Abraham Morgan Taylor, he's got a lot of great information on his website, um, great videos, common sense approaches to, you know, why there there's, you know, no prostate, you know, low to no prostate. Now we still check prostate. I mean, because it's, it, it you know, we, we check PSA in men because, you know, that that's, you know, the AUA standard, the American Urology Association says now, you know, over 50, I still check everybody on the four, you know, from 40 on and we still monitor it. Right. Um, but it doesn't, you know, the, 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 the thinking that it, if you still have a doctor saying that it causes prostate cancer, he's wrong. I mean, the data doesn't support it. Uh, the other big one is, is cardiovascular health. You know, you know, there's so much data now showing, you know, it, it, this all stems back from to the uh, testosterone in older men study. It was a big study in the VA. Um, and that's where you were seeing a few years ago um, that, you know, on TV, hey, have you had testosterone replacement? Did you have a heart attack? You know, well, notice you don't see those anymore, right? Because they have no merit. Um, and Dr. Abraham Taylor actually is the one that actually spearheaded he had he he gathered a big conglomeration of international doctors, and they wrote a letter to Jammer and asked for it to be retracted. And he said, not because it was we disagree, not not because we just we think it's but but because it's so flawed in its you know approach that it's invalid. Uh, it was done on eighty year old men in the in, that were immobile. Okay, these people already had. Comorbidity, they already had heart disease. And the study showed that it may or may not increase the risk of heart disease. They already had heart disease, they're 80 years old and immobile. So it's an invalid study. Um, that's what sparked a lot of the cardiovascular. There's there's recent studies out of, uh, you know, uh, here in uh, Methodist, DeBakey, you know, you know DeBakey um, School of Medicine here, I'm sorry, uh, the cardiovascular department. Um, it's a big study out of Methodist, and it shows where no credible, no current credible, credible evidence that car, you know it causes any kind of cardiovascular issues. In fact, there's the, the the conclusion basically states that in fact there's substantial evidence that it protects the heart. Okay, so that's another one. You, you know, the other one is oh man, if you start testosterone therapy, uh, you have to give blood. Mm. Not everybody, you know, so, so it's a misunderstood deal. I'll never, ever discourage anybody from going and giving blood. Okay. Uh, it's actually a very healthy practice. Um, a very, very, very small amount of people do um, develop what they call blood thickness. What they're calling blood thickness isn't really blood thickness. Okay. Um, they even, even on the Gulf Coast Blood Center sheet, uh, they, there's a code and it says polycythemia secondary testosterone use is, is the code. It's like D75.1. Um, that's wrong. Polycythemia is a disease. It's a disease. It's elevated hemoglobin, hematocrit, red blood cells, and platelets. Testosterone causes erythrocytosis. Erythrocytosis is elevated red blood cells, hemoglobin, hematocrit. That's what every single Olympic athlete tries to do when they go to the Olympic training center in Colorado Springs. You know, when they do natural blood doping, um, there's, there's people walking around Denver with a 52 hematocrit, 55 hematocrit because they live at altitude. They're not giving regular blood donations. Hundreds of millions of people live above altitude. They're not giving regular blood donations. So the notion that if you start testosterone, you always have to give blood, that, that's, that's, that's not true. Now, we still monitor hemoglobin hematocrit and make sure the platelets aren't going up. 
Um, but no, you don't, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Do you have to stay on, stay on it for the rest of your life? Absolutely. Uh, there's no reason to ever get off. Um, now there's different options starting, right? If, if there's somebody younger, you always want to try to bridge them understanding that it is a lifelong therapy. Okay. Um, you know, if there's somebody younger, you do want to, there's, you know, try maybe, um, clone, you can try clomid therapy. Uh, you can try, um, HCG therapy. Um, you know, that may or may not be going away here pretty soon too. Um, you know, so, you know, but clomid works also very, very well. It's a standard, you know, it's a standard treatment for anybody under 25, you know, you know, doing about 25 to 50 milligrams every other day. Um, a lot of times you, you do have to do it every day because some guys will tell you, I feel like I feel great Monday. I feel like crap Tuesday. I feel great Wednesday. I feel, you know, so clomid therapy is a good bridge to get them before over before you, um, to see if you can get their natural production up. But again, if they come off clomid therapy, they tend to drop back to their baseline, you know, of, of low testosterone. Um, testosterone, if they ask me, hey, you know, do I have to be on this forever? Yeah, but here's, 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 there's a mixing of information, right? So they'll say, oh, don't start that, that stuff because you'll be stuck on it forever. Um, no, that's not true. You know, you know, basically you're not gonna die without it. You're not dying without it now. You came in with a 200, uh, you feel terrible, but you're not dying, right? Now, do I believe it opens up the door to disease of aging? Yeah, I do. Um, so basically with it, you're here without it, you're here. So, you know, I, um, I do, uh, you know, you have to have that honest conversation with a patient say, if you're okay with you taking it from now on, that's fine. Now, what we do see is in our older population, they tend to actually need, you would think that you would need a higher dose. You actually need a little bit lower dose to elicit an effect with, with, so you know, we would tend to maybe if they're 60, 65 years older, uh, tend to have a, a lower dose. And obviously what you'd give a 30 to 40 year old. Um, but again, you know, they, they, they just, again, they, 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 they feel better. They're more active, but again, we've got to stress that it's part of a lifestyle. Like it's not about, Hey, I'm going to inject testosterone and then I'm just going to, you know, be healthy. Um, you want to have them be active. You know, you said it perfectly. You know, we tend to feel like we, we worked our whole life. We get to 65 and then, Hey, I can take a break. I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to become more active. Like, you, I, you know, we need to become more active. And, and if you look at anywhere in, in the world where they have the higher amount of centenarians, like the blue zones, right. You know, so, uh, I carry Greece, you know, Sardinia, Italy, um, Costa Rica, all these places where people live, Loma Linda, California. Um, they, they, they have, they tend to have a few, a lot of things in common. And one of the main things in common that they're all very active, you know, that they're all very, uh, they, uh, they mostly vegetarian, not vegan by any stretch of the means, but they eat a lot of vegetables. Um, they, they, they eat a lot of healthy fats. Um, they have a very strong sense of community, right? So faith-based or community, they have a purpose, right? So, you know, that's that there's a lot of things. If you look at those, it's, it's a really good book by uh, Dan Bootner called the blue zones. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, you know, they, they all have that in common. So. Writing that down so I can put it in the show notes. <clears throat> um, 
So, you know, you talked about how, um, you know, you're not going to just take a shot and, and be healthy. You know, there's, um, one thing, you know, when I, when I tell people that I take testosterone, they look at me and they say, Oh, well, that's why you look like that. Yeah. Oh man. I I love that. No. And that all they're doing is discounting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And cause my wife will tell you, she'll be the first one to tell you that I worked my ass off before I got on it. And then once I got on it, it was like, Oh man, I hurt less. You know, I'm recovering faster and my mood's better and you know, I can think better. And then just all the things that we spoke about. Um, but you know, we talked about the bad connotations it has. Well, look at one of the, like going back, I'm glad you brought it up. Like, so going back to the, the myths, another one is void rage. It's actually, it's actually false. You're actually, believe it or not, like I told you, I work with a lot of the vets. Um, they're actually, you're actually more moody, more irritable at a low testosterone. This is, this is documented. Um, higher levels of depression and isolation and depression, anxiety with low levels of testosterone. Um, you know, BioTe, which is the pellet company, they, they did a big study on, on veterans showing that it, it, it significantly decreased their depression and their, their isolation and their, I mean, their PTSD, uh, you know, uh, you know, issues. Um, and so, you know, there's a, there's a testosterone. So it, like I said, it, it's, it's, it's way more than that. And to, to really just minimize it and go, well, that's why you look like it. No, you eat. Yeah. Again, it's lifestyle. You have to eat well, you have to exercise, you have to, um, you know, do all the things that, 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 that make you healthy. It's not just testosterone. Yeah. Cause like Barry Bonds didn't just inject that oh. and then start doing what he was doing. He was in the batting practice and he was lifting weights and he was, I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's a cop out answer for people. And it's just basically it's their excuse for saying, well, I, you know, I'm not like that because I don't do that. And then there's some, that sometimes there's this like moral superiority, like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. And, and it's like, no, it's not about that. It's, it's, it's about your overall health and wellness. Yeah. It's, and let's, you said something about moodiness. There's two things I want to talk about on that real quick. So if you're a vet, the, the amount of self-harm and suicide taken by it's, 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 it's unacceptable. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's just atrocious, the numbers, you know, and it breaks my heart that these guys are hurting like that. And a lot of the guys that are isolating and they're trying to go through the VA and that's just a beating and you know, it's, what's the point or they go to get blood and the insurance, it's a lot of fuckery with the insurance and they can't, you know, it's costing them so much money. They're just, I would just urge these people to please go get that checked. However you got to do it. And and here's, here's the problem with that because there's a lot of the guys that have come in and seen me and they said, yeah, my the VA test, I asked them to test it and the VA tested it and they said, yeah, your testosterone, like some of them, they came back clinically low Mm -hmm. and they told them, yeah, it's low, but we don't do that. And it's a very, very narrow minded way of looking at that because, but they say, yeah, your testosterone is low, but we don't do that. But here's an antidepressant. And here's 27 other pills. And, and, and here, and, oh, you don't want to take the antidepressant. Well, we're going to put you down as non-compliant and we're going to dock your benefits. It's sad. So, so a lot of the guys will go, fine, just give it to me. And then they don't take it. 
Um, so there's a lot, of, but here's a problem. They won't give them testosterone, but they will a lot of times give them narcotics on, in a heartbeat. I met a, I met a guy the other day and he, um, he was on a job site working and when I got to rapping with him as I usually do talking, it's just cause I don't talk about football and stuff. I start getting in the weeds with guys, you know, and, um, same conversation. He went to the VA and then he showed me the test results and it's even their rating system is weird. It's like a, like a one through five or something crazy like that. But then he opens his bag and there was 27 pill bottles in there, Viagra, antipsychotics, um, antidepressants, uh, Adderall, sleep and ambient all this crap and i'm like holy shit man and then he's over there pounding monster energy and i'm just like i just want to give the dude a hug you know and like sorry bro i had one guy that came in and he was very low he was about 180 we went on testosterone felt great went into the va and and the doctor said oh you you don't need that he says you know you you, you need to go off of that and and here but here's vivance and he gave him vivance and i'm like and so he came back to see me six months later because he was, um, he felt terrible. Mm-hmm. His, 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 his health had gone down again. Uh, he felt, he felt terrible. His depression had come back. He didn't want to go back on antidepressants. Um, and so too, too many times in medicine, um, again, like I said, it's become, let's give it a name, give it a drug, give it a name, give it a drug. Um, again, there's a place, time and place for medications, but, Again, you know, first, we you know, what was the whole, it's like first student alarm, but a lot of these medications, they have harmful known side effects. Look at every single commercial that's on TV, 40 seconds out of every 60 second commercial telling you about the side effects, you know, and, and, but yet, you know, take this for your eczema. It may cause death, but your skin will look clear. Yeah. I mean, it just makes no sense, no sense. And that, that doesn't need don't even get me started on we could have a whole podcast on gut micro on, on gut microbiome health because that itself is one of the keys and you used to get laughed out of the room if you even mentioned the word leaky gut or gut you know gut issues or gut dysbiosis and now we're know you know we know that there's a very intimate link between leaky gut and and autoimmune diseases um and you know which we're we're, we're still climbing on autoimmune disease i think lyme disease just got named the 105th you know autoimmune disease. There's a reason our bodies are attacking itself. Okay. And that's what autoimmune is. Um, so again, going back to nutrition, you know, but again, you know, the testosterone itself, it's, 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 it's a catalyst. It's the best way I can describe it. It should be a catalyst to help somebody improve their health. Okay. And it's, it's the foundation of the house. Like that's what I explained to my guys. It's the foundation of the house. It's, it's, you know, you got to use this as a foundation of the house. And then what we do afterwards, supplements, um, all supplements are great, but supplements don't matter if your diet's crap, if well, you don't. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like talking about supplements and if, if you're, if your body's in disease and you're inflamed and you're, you've got leaky gut or a permeated gut or mm-hmm. your gut biome's all jacked up because you've been fed antibiotics your whole life. Every time you get a sniffly nose, you're not going to process, absorb, or utilize those supplements you're taking. I mean, would you, would you agree that <clears throat> testosterone needs to be a, a blood panel is, should be one of the first steps on starting down this journey, just to see yes. where you're at? 
they have the symptoms. If they if they're going in and have the symptoms, it should be a panel. It should be total testosterone, uh, SHBG. That's super important and free testosterone because here's the deal. The reason that I say that is because I've had guys that come in with a 1300 total testosterone. I'm, I'm not a 55 year old guy come in 1300 total testosterone. His SHBG was through the roof. So it was all bound. His free testosterone was clinically low, but they never checked his testosterone. And he went to two different doctors that your, your, your testosterone is fine. You know, so, but he had, clinical low T because this free T was down. If your free T is what you feel, your bioavailable testosterone is what you feel. So you may have a, a good pool, but if you don't have any bioavailable testosterone for your body to use, you're also going to have testosterone. That's what I mean. There's so many nuances to it that it, it does take somebody that does it a lot and, and knows those um, and can kind of work through those. Otherwise he's just going to get lost in the mix and go, you're fine. What you fixes know? that? Uh, we, man, if I had that answer, SHPG, it, it's, it's super, super hard. But, uh, but again, the only thing that's going to help raise testosterone is testosterone. Um, you could look at things like, uh, damn things like, but understand this too. Again, if somebody eats a high sugar diet, that increases aromatase activity. So it, inc it increases the way your body's going to make, you know, trans, you know, transfer basically testosterone to estrogen or create testosterone to estrogen. So if your aromatase activity, aromatase is basically the way your body converts testosterone to estrogen. Okay. If you eat a high sugar diet, um, you're, you have a high likelihood of converting a lot of testosterone into estrogen. And so, um, you know, that's why we see a lot of, and, and also if somebody's obese already and they have a lot of body fat, that body fat um, has a lot of estrogen, also estradiol in, in, in the fat cells. So if they start losing body fat rapidly, that's why sometimes if they lose body fat rapidly and they dump that estrogen into the system, they can get, you know, nipple ten tenderness and sensitivity. And, you know, so like I said, there's a lot of things that go into hormones, but there's a very intimate link between diet, nutrition, and, and hormones. Um, again, there's no... There's no, um, there's nothing good that comes out of eating sugar. I mean, they're, they're, they're just other than we like it and it tastes good. And, and again, like we talked about, it's not about me being anti-sugar, anti-carbon. We eat way too much. I mean, we eat way, way, way too much. When you look back in history and you, you, they looked at sugar as a performance enhancing drug for the Germans, they were giving the German soldiers 60 grams a day that's the equivalent of a coke or you know maybe uh like a gatorade you know gatorade we look at it and it's like oh it's only 18 grams of sugar but yeah it's two and a half servings that's like 40 something grams of sugar so the amount of sugar that has just steadily progressed and progressed and progressed and so um it, it, it's just it's real insidious and they know what they're doing i mean it, you know they're adding sugar to all the foods same thing that the tobacco industry did to uh, cigarettes. You know, they soak all the cigarettes in molasses in like a, this like sugary substance to further addict people to, you know, it, it, it raises the acidity of the, of the cigarette, the smoke, so that they can, it, it depresses the cough reflex so that you can breathe it in deeper and you can become, uh, you can become addicted easier because of the, the sugar content. 
sugar has been added to cigarettes for close to a hundred years. Um, so, you know, yeah, it, it's sugar, sugar, sugar's bad. Man. Sugar's really, really bad. So, um, now you see a lot of things on the market. Um, is there a supplement nope. that, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I, I know where you're going with this and, and, and they're garbage. Okay. You know, Frank Hurt, you see, you know, you know, you know, Frank, uh, you know, uh, Frank Thomas and you know, the big hurt, you know, on those commercials and, and Doug Flutie now and all these people and nothing, not to call them out. I mean, I think they're great athletes, great individuals. It's just, um, understand if, if, if it was that simple, Hey, I'd carry it in my clinic. It's very easy to do. Um, test your blood, test your blood before take Nugenics or, you know, take any of these testosterone boosters. There's a, a, any number, there's a hundred of them, right? Take a testosterone booster and then do your blood work afterwards. And let's see if your testosterone increases. If it does, Hey, I'll carry it in my clinic there, but it, it, it doesn't. A lot of times they'll have things like ta- all the, you know, Tonkat Ali and all these like supplements and dim, they'll have dim and dim will, or, you know, certain, certain compounds will temporarily break apart, um, total, you know, free testosterone from, you know, to- total testosterone, it'll break that for about, you'll have a increase for about 90 minutes. And so they'll feel something, they'll feel a little bit different. A lot of times it's, it's some of the other components in these testosterone boosters that make them feel better. So the, understand in our society, we want to feel something, right? Mm-hmm. We feel something, it works, right? So, you know, it's the same thing I tell people. It's like, man, I could, I could give you five red bulls, you know, feel something that doesn't mean it's healthy for you, you know? I could give you math and, and, you know, you feel something that doesn't mean it's healthy for you. And placebos, placebo is a hell of a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. If you really, really are in a bad place and you want it to work 48% of the time, it'll work. I mean, that's, that's documented. So if, if, you know, there's, so there's no, there's no supplements. That was going to be the question. Um, there are no supplements, no super squirrel secret, uh, back in the dark webs, or any crazy Facebook page that are going to up your testosterone levels. No. But good nutrition, good recovery, lifting heavy things. Yes, lifting heavy things, doing what our body was supposed to do. Here's the thing, and I say this to patients a lot. We've moved so far away from how we're supposed to function primally that we're sick. So, you know, we don't do any of the things that we used to do. We're under artificial light all day, you know, late into the night. Um, you know, we're disrupting our circadian rhythm, so we don't sleep well. Um, we, we don't get out in the sun, you know, something as simple as sun. We don't get out in the sun the way we used to. We're basically cave dwellers. Um, we don't eat a good diet rich in, you know, micronutrients and, and, and we just eat a poor diet. Uh, so any number of things, I mean, we're just so far removed from what, how we were supposed to function that we're sick. You know, we're, we're, we've, pr- we've made so much progress that we're sick. Yeah. And in society, I mean, you can tell, like, I mean, six out of 10 Americans has a comorbidity, has diabetes or hypertension or you know, something. If one, if one thing this COVID has done, you know, the coronavirus has done, it's really, really, really uh, shed light on how sick we are as a nation because uh, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of people wearing masks and doing this and social distance. The number one thing that's going to dictate how you come out or how you recover is the state of your immune system. So if you're healthy, um, it'll make you more resilient. Um, it'll, it'll, 
it'll, it'll dictate how you recover. Um, if you have a good amount of like, just going back to what I told you, the majority of people are, are, are malnourished. So we're, we don't have the right amount of vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin D, 80% of the population is, is low or higher. Uh, vitamin D is a very potent Im- immune regulator, uh, modulator. So, I mean, it's, it's just, there's certain things that we should be taking daily and we're not, you know, we, we used to get it from food and we don't. Anymore. Yeah. The, so. it just, and it's not even available in our food anymore. Um, there's one thing that, uh, you know, I try to point out to people is, is they might say that <clears throat> I'm not sedentary mm-hmm. and it's like, how, how long a day, how, how, Oh, I love how this much, one. how much of the day are you sitting or lying? You know, I love and, and you know, that includes driving, watching TV, sitting on your phone, eating, sleeping, yeah. having sex, whatever. Yeah. Like how much of your day are you actually moving and lifting? And it should, it should be, it should be way more than it is. I assure you. Yeah. So, so I tell patients this, is that I ask them, so, so how much, you know, do you work on, oh, uh, what do you do for exercise? I oh, I'm very, very active. I said, okay, what do you do? I said, well, I go to the gym every day. And, and I said, okay, what do you do? She goes, well, I work out an hour in the morning. I said, okay, well, what do you do the rest of the day? It's like, well, unfortunately, you know, I, I sit at the desk. And I'm like, I said, so basically I said, you're, you're, you're a sedentary person that moves one hour a day. And they went, you know, they usually go, dang, I never thought of it like that. But yeah, I mean, if you go work out in the morning and then you go sit all day long, you undo a lot of what you did, you know? So, so I'm a big, and I, that's not to say don't go exercise. That's a, it's important. It's a good start of the day, but there's certain things you need to do during the day. If you are at a desk job, um, there's certain techniques you can do Pomodoro breaks, you know, set up, set up, you know, every, every 20, you know, sit for 25 minutes, stand for five to 10 minutes. So that's why the whole, there's whole, you know, the whole bear desk or the standing desk, there's even treadmill desks now, not, you know, the majority of people are going to use that, but, um, they, that you need to find activities somehow, some way during the day. Yeah. My wife, uh, she's working from home now she's got the very desk on the, um, on the, uh, dining table and she'll be working on the Peloton and she's always standing and then always got some sort of, uh, red light on her and some, I mean, she's, it's, it's an interesting, it looks like a, um, what's the lizard cage called a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like the, I know what you're talking about the, uh, reptile cage i can't think of it right now not that she's a reptile to be clear <laughs> but i'm just saying all the lights and the hot rocks and everything no so yeah so y'all have a jew what do y'all have well so right now we're looking we're researching which ones we want i think we're gonna get the juve um i bought some off amazon just to the single bulbs just to see how they worked and then i was gonna make one but then by the time i priced all the diodes and everything the juve yeah, seems to be the best way to go yeah, Juve or True Light are both very, very good. They're both really, really good. Yeah, and then we we're fortunate enough that we have an infrared sauna here at the house, and we bought well, that. Works before it all went down. So uh, before everything got closed down, I would do hot works, and it's a it's a chain, and there's an infrared sauna. You go and you um, you know you do a yoga in, or you do a, an isometric workout, or you know. It, it's, it's really, really good. You go row or you go, and that's, that was actually, that's your, my recovery, yeah. you know, so that's my active recovery days. So, 
And those are amazing. I mean, you like, you know, there's during the summer, I don't want to sit in there because I've been welding out because that's what I do for a living is I'm a steel worker. And so I'll be out there in the heat all day. And she's like, well, you want to get in the sauna? I was like, no, I, I don't. I've been out in the sun sweating all day. I think I'm good. I understand it might be different, but I'm good. But like during this whole deal, it's twice a day, once in the morning at night. And it seems to be helping quite a bit. Yeah, you know, it, it works great. I mean, they're, 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 it's, it's documented. Extreme heat, extreme cold. Yeah. You know, they, they, they both have benefits. I'm, so. I'm sure our neighbors are, are pretty intrigued by us because we'll be in the sh- in the sauna and then we'll run and jump in the pool when it's cold outside and back and forth and back. But that's that's our life. That's what we do. I mean, we enjoy it. It makes us feel good. We don't yeah. sit around and watch TV. Not You know, that's just, just, just not how we've chosen to live. And thankfully, we're kind of, we think the same way, you know, so it works for us. Yeah. Same here. Now, one thing before, um, cause we're running out of time and we've gone over a little bit actually, and I don't want to take up any more of your time, but there, tell me about, so, ah, I have my brother. Okay. Um, went through the same experience I did and it was, you're fine for your age. And all that stuff. And he was having a lot of problems. He even went to the, the specialist I went to. And they said, you're fine for your age. And I said, let me look at your results, man. And the and the numbers were like my first numbers. I was like, nah, you might want to ask them to relook at that. But he works offshore. So he's 30 on, 30 off. He lives in Colorado. His doctor is mine here in Texas. Mm-hmm. It is a complete pain for him to get in to see them, to get testing done, to get his stuff sent, you know, it's a whole, you got to be very patient, you know, you're part of a service that kind of circumvents all of that, right? Yeah. Well, so, so what we do is, uh, you know, one, we have, I have core sports health, which, you know, that's my clinic here in Conroe, the Woodland area. Right. So, um, I have patients that no, I just want to come see you. Um, I am part of, I was, you know, part of a, a company that started about two, close to three years now. Uh, called BOD MD. BOD MD is a uh, it's a national um, telehealth hormone therapy. Um, I'm the Texas provider. You know, I've, I was lucky to be brought on early and uh, be asked to be the Texas provider. So I do all the uh, Texas consults for for any kind of patient, any patients here in Texas. But the the cool thing is is that if you have your brother, if you have somewhere somebody else. They can go to the BotHD site or like our site, which is core.botHD.com, um, and they will they can enter BotHD, okay? Bot, bot, it stands for body high definition, um, and then they will enter the you know the 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 program, and then they will see their provider that's there in their state. So it'll be, but it is through telehealth too, so it's very convenient. So. Um, telehealth, it, it, that's another thing that's going to be great. We've already been doing this for two and a half, close to three years, and it's a very dialed-in system through Bot HD um, for telehealth. But telehealth is kind of the wave of the future. It's kind of the future of medicine. And um, they've really relaxed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. They've really relaxed a lot of the telehealth. So we're doing actually to um, you know not have patients come in and put people at risk. We've been doing a lot of telehealth um, here with our own patients. Um, but bot HD is already all set up for that. So basically you would join bot HD, uh, you would get labs. There's a monthly membership fee. 
okay? But that membership fee covers your initial labs and your labs every six months. That also covers you uh, telehealth, meaning general telehealth, 24 seven, 365. So let's just say your brother gets sick, gets the flu. He calls a 1-800 number. They get him in contact within 15 to 30 minutes with their a provider, calls him. He never has to go into the ER. So they diagnose him over the phone, if, if possible. If it's something really, really bad, you know, they, they'll recommend going to the ER. But for the most part, it's mostly like, you know, and, and, it, and it counts actually for five family members. So it's not just him. It's him, his wife, his son, you know, whatever. So if the kid gets sick, gets a fever, whatever, you can call the 1-800 number. And that's on the health side. The hormone side, basically, you do the blood work. You get blood work every six months. Um, then they, you know, you get a telehealth visit and then there's any number they have, not just hormone therapy, it, it, you know, if you're a candidate, but then they have a whole list of really cool advanced, um, amino acid injectables. Um, there's a lot of proprietary injections that only bottom D has, um, um, they have a bod burn, bod cleanse, they have glutathione, they, they have all kinds of really cool, um, therapies. Um, so it's, it's just, it, it, it really helps when people like your brother that are very, very busy and are uh, traveling a lot. So they can basically, they'd be able to join and then they'd be able to, you know, be seen by a provider in their state. That's an awesome, awesome yeah. service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I think we're out of time All right. and I, I really, really we, appreciate you taking the time. We can talk and talk and talk. There's there's so much more. We don't need to scratch the surface. <laughs> well, I'm real bad about going down rabbit holes and like it's like you gotta herd me back. Like, no, 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 man, we're not gonna talk about that right now. So I've I've really, really focused on just tunnel vision on this deal because you start talking about nutrition and supplements and any kind of foil hat or whatever, you know. The reason we went I went there is because I, it's very important for me to stress that it's a lifestyle. It's not just about you know, that's my, that's my rub with some of these low T clinics or whatever. It's like, oh, your testosterone low, your testosterone is like, cool. What about his thyroid? What is about his vitamin D? What does his nutrition look like? What is, that's where you can run into trouble is where if you're not taking care of the whole patient and, and just giving them testosterone and now you're just a testosterone, you know, and that's, I'm glad you said that before we, one last thing you were saying CPC earlier. What does that mean? The what now? The CPC, if you go get your testing done at your CPC, I'm guessing that's your general practitioner. Oh, your, your PCP, your P primary provider. Yeah, 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 your PCP. Okay. And then <clears throat> the low T clinics are kind of like the jack in the box of this deal, right? They just. Yeah, a lot of times, and, and here's the deal, and, and it's not to knock on them. They, they, they mean very well, and it's a business, and, and that's fine. Um, but what I see a lot of times is people, uh, where they lack is where, they tell you, you can't give yourself an injection. You have to come in here once a week, every week for the rest of your life. For like a hundred and something bucks a week, right? Not realistic. Um, and then what happens? You go on vacation. Uh, you get busy. You miss your appointment. Now they've gone two weeks without their injection and they feel like crap. I mean, yeah. they feel And that's why a lot of people, you know, shift away from those um, because it, it, it only focuses on one thing. And again, they, they provide a really great service. It's not to knock on anybody. It's just, I, 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 
there's more out there and I think they're missing a, a they're really missing a, a big chance to help the, the whole person, the whole patient. Yeah. So. Cause I'll hear guys talking about going to those. And, and I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, I know that for me, my insurance will mail it all to me. And, you know, I get a three month supply for $90 and that includes everything. And so those other places you have to pay to get stuck every week, like you were saying, and, and you're, and you're literally stuck in that cycle when you could self-administer. Yeah. And, and it's very safe now to self-administer and there's different ways to administer testosterone, which we, we really didn't get to. There's a, a testosterone cream there. And, and, and this is not the andro gels of the past. We really didn't do, they didn't do much. Uh, the new ones are, are work really well and you can put them on scrolly and they actually absorb really, really well. So I've seen patients levels go up really, really well. Um, so there's a cream, uh, there's an injection. The, the, the injection is still the gold standard. Um, but, but we've even shifted from, you know, once a week injection to, we say, uh, do a smaller, you know, half twice a week. Um, you give yourself a lower dose, more frequent dosing and, and the patient has a more steady, you know, they have a, a more steady level versus a peak in a trough, uh, you know, week to week. And then there's, there's pellets. And here's the deal, you know, the, there's not one ideal therapy for any one person. I, I have people that travel and, and are not going to give themselves an injection. The pellet might be the best option for them or the cream. So it, the, the best therapy is the therapy that they'll do. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Well, man, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Willie Vila Real. Yeah. Made sure, like, I really coached myself up on that earlier, so I wouldn't go back into the thing. Um, and then you're, you own Core Sports Health in Conroe, Texas. And then yes. where can they find you on Instagram or Facebook? Or- so we're at Core Sports Health uh, on Instagram. You can also on Facebook, Core Sports Health. Uh, you can just look up coresportshealth.com. Our, our website is getting redone because we're adding a whole other, uh, um, you know, we're getting somebody to redo our, our website, but it's still, it's still there and has all our contact information. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can look us up there. Excellent, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, and thank you for all this information that you bestowed upon us. I mean, this is, this is great stuff. I hope some of these guys hear this and they're like, okay, I'm going to call this guy. So if you're in Texas, reach out. Reach out. If you're in Texas, reach out. If you're not, if you're out of state, you can go to core, C-O-R-E dot bodhd.com and you can get the, the, the hormone therapy process started that way and you'll be seen by a provider in, in your in your state. Excellent. Well, right on, man. Well, I hope to talk to you again soon and maybe we can go down another rabbit hole. Yeah, man. Anything, any, anytime, just let me know and, and reach out anytime you have, you, you, you know, want to talk. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. So thank you so much for listening to another episode. Um, You know, we don't have to be perfect, but we do have to be present. We chase those kids to the day we die. Love runs downhill. Thanks for listening.